our team sucks, Anthony. Let's go. Another podcast of our team sucking. How many podcasts in a row? It's like the first few ones, the vibe was like, oh, man. It was like, good. I thought the very first couple, I think, were good. Yeah, and I think because we were like 500 the first mm-hmm. little bit. And it's like, I can see it, though. I can see the vision. And then things started slipping. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. And then we like lost to Detroit. And it was like, oh, fuck. And now, like, we're just bad. Yeah, we have like twice as many losses as wins. Yeah, we've like settled into just being a, a straight up bad team. Good for keeping our pick. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Are we sixth? Yeah, we're Worst? sixth. Oh, we're sick. Which still leaves us a less than 50% chance of keeping our pick, but only slightly. I think it's a 40-something percent. How does that work? Is it because uh, if a team behind us jumps up to top yeah. four, then we lose if it? If literally any team 7 through 14 jumps up to top four, then we lose it, guaranteed. Right. Unless we also jump up to top four. Um, and that's a 50% chance? Yeah, it's an, a bit hell? over 50% chance. Especially because now that's been expanded to top four, it feels like every year there's one team in that range. Like, we got Scotty yeah, through that we were like this, But I feel like, weren't we like seven or eight? Expected. Yeah, I think so. Memphis and New Orleans were both, uh, like, when they jumped up in, for Zion and Jaw, I think they were, like, 12th and 10th, like, that okay. year. So, like, it's not super uncommon for a team but to jump happens. up. Yeah, it, it does happen. I'm trying to think who would have jumped up last year, but, like, mm-hmm. top picks were, like, San Antonio and Portland yeah. and Charlotte, like, bad teams. And then I think uh, Houston went fourth mm-hmm. and drafted the wrong Thompson brother. <laughs> Tough. The one who can't shoot. Uh, they're both kind of, neither of them can shoot. And, like, the problem with Asar is, like, at this point, it's, like... Well, Asar's the Detroit one, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. problem with Asar is, like, at this point, it's, like, kind of the hype has worn off. Right. Because now you're, like, a player who does shouldn't really start, and you're on, like, the worst team by far in the league. I mean, but he's, like, a <laughs> super athlete. Like, yeah, He's yeah. up there on most athletic guys in the whole league. Yeah. He cannot handle the ball at all, though. Like, mm-hmm. he can't get a shot for himself. And his playmaking's, like, meh. It's right. fine. Uh, it, it seems nice because every time he passes the ball, it's a good move because he should be shooting. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, uh, going back to the top four thing, uh, just if uh, anyone who's listening doesn't understand, because it seems more, it seems really complicated. It's like like the lottery and stuff. But uh, you explained actually a couple podcasts ago. Really simple. Top four is percentage based. So um, uh, the worse you are, the higher chance you have at a pick high up. But it's all percentage-based. Uh, as long as you didn't make the playoffs, you have a chance at the number one overall pick. Everything outside of that is strictly based off record in reverse order. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you know how it like actually works? Mm-mm. Okay, so like you know how they always say like ping pong balls, like that's what you're yeah. going for. So basically, they have this thing and they roll four ping pong balls, okay. and so it's whatever the number of combinations that it is like possible oh, from four numbers. Like uh, so, if it goes like one 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 one, that's a certain team. One yeah, one one yeah. two is another team. And basically, you get a percentage of those. Like the percent that you see when you see like rocks right. is the percentage of those numbers that you hold of like the different numbers that can come out. So Detroit might have like a hundred different combinations, while like someone like Golden State, if they don't make the playoffs, might only have like ten. But, yeah, like, just to pick numbers. And the and all of them are like all of your numbers are uh, like grouped together. So the right. first numbers like doesn't tell you like a whole lot because there's like so many different things it can be of the last three numbers uh-huh. but by the time the first two numbers come out you kind of have like an idea of which right. couple teams have like numbers in that range mm-hmm. anyway pretty but cool. it's not actually like televised or anything right it's not like you see the no, numbers come no, up no, no, no. Okay. but uh, like uh it was the the Windhorse podcast, I think, last year, just before the draft lottery. I remember mm-hmm. they did a bit on, like, he had a guest on that was uh, 
like it worked in a front office that had been in like the room before oh, where okay. they do the ping pongs. And he's like, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just a bunch of people like watching these ping pong balls come right. out. Like, and then half the ball. people are so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like last year, like Detroit didn't ha- didn't get any of the top four. So they ended up getting the fifth pick and that's brutal. They won like 17 games. Yeah. <laughs> like if Detroit doesn't get a top four pick this year, it's like, it's fucking, it's over. <laughs> like, it's so yeah. sad. Especially because, like, and I've said this before, and, like, I hate on Cade a little too much. Cade's really, really good. I like watching Cade. He's talented. But they got, like, the worst first overall pick of, like, the last five. Like, right. Palo's an all-star in year two, like, whether he deserves well, it or the, not. Does last five not include Aiden? No. He's No, sixth. it's uh, Wemby, Palo, Cade, uh, Edwards, and Zion. Ah, uh, right. Um... And, like, who knows? Like, like Zion is a weird one, because, like, right. uh, who knows, like, what, what like, his career is going to be. Like, honestly, New Orleans might, if uh, if Detroit called, they might think about that trade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that they would. I don't think they would do it, but I think that they don't hang up right away. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, draft is a while away from now. Yes. Uh, so we can talk about what's actually going on. We played a really fun game against OKC uh, yesterday, yeah. which we lost, but, like, Double OT thriller. And honestly, it's, like, better that we lose at this point, like, realistically. I mean, it did suck because we were up by 20 (laughs) (laughs) at one point. It sucked a lot. The one silver lining is Shea and Dort were both really good. And RJ was kind of good. So it was, like, kind of like all the Team Candy guys were showing out, which was nice. Um, My God, I'm so fucking... I'm already sick of Emmanuel quickly dribbling the ball at the end of the fucking game. He thinks he's the guy. It's yeah. so tough. It's so tough. Especially because it feels like this year's Gary Trent Jr. is, like, a little more willing to, like, play a role. Right. Feels like he doesn't dribble the ball as much as he had in past years. But now we just have Emmanuel quickly doing that role. <laughs> yeah, we still saw him following that. The one thing I will say is Scotty doesn't force the ball enough. Right. Like, he'll give it up too quickly when it gets to him mm-hmm. in our offense. And, like, late in a game like that, like, he should be pounding it. He should be putting pressure on the rim, realistically. Right. Because his playmaking is good enough, and like he's like our star, so he's gonna get doubled. Yeah, exactly. Get something for somebody else, but whatever. Like it's tough to get in a groove if you're Scotty when like basically the play stops whenever the ball gets too quickly every time. Yeah, your point guard on offense. It's very annoying. Uh, it was also so frustrating because like RJ was uh, he was playing pretty good in uh, the OT, and he like has a poster dunk, and then just never touches the ball. He doesn't yeah. even get to miss after that. I really don't get it. I feel like RJ's kind of been, like, screwed over in his career for that, though. Where it feels like he's always, like, the third option on yeah. the floor. And so he's never, like... They never run offense for him. They never did in New York, and we kind of don't either. Yeah. Which is tough. But didn't New York... They tried to when they first drafted him, right? Yeah, but he was too young at that point. True. Like, like he was, like, a 20-year-old on a yeah. team that, like, had nobody else. So... <laughs> it's tough to run offense when, like, your center's, like, Kylo Quinn or, like, Willie Hernan Gomez. <laughs> True. Um... Uh, speaking of centers, Joel Embiid is out. Oh, yeah. Did you see the newest reporting where they're like, oh, hope maybe like yeah, they're optimistic may- a month or two? Oh, I didn't see that. I, I heard um, uh, there's hope that'll come for playoffs. I saw Will yeah, Street. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I also think he shouldn't. Well, I mean, like, obviously, if he's fully healthy, yeah, let's go. But mm-hmm. um, I, it'll be the worst timeline if he, like, does a Kevin Durant and comes oh back from injury God. and injures himself even worse. Oh, Man, that would fucking suck. <laughs> also, like, the Sixers are not going to have that good of a seed. No, I don't think. No, no way. They've like, already slipped to, like, five, I think. Yeah, because, like, Maxi is very overburdened as your number one option. And then, like, whoever, like, Tobias Harris is, like, a garbage number two option. Right. Like, everything just, like, obviously the team was 
fit around Embiid and like realistically it was fit to be around Embiid plus one more move which thank god they haven't done that yet because right. like now they can kind of just be like all right well we'll punt on this season get all that open cap space and then look at who's That's a free agent this year uh I don't know who they could get but having cap space is always nice because it allows you to yeah. do a lot of different shit mm-hmm. um yeah do you do you know who the free agents of this year like clay thompson i know uh damar is a free agent okay. pascal is og is we were saying pascal and OG yeah saying. harden is um okay. no way he goes back to philly yeah true um i think that's a uh, tobias harris um maxi as of right now but both those guys are on that team <laughs> right um Kawhi has re-signed Paul yeah. George has not Paul George could be a free agent but mm. really feels like he's gonna go back to the Clippers if Kawhi signed that for, I, for I, sure. I feel like the Clippers are gonna bring him and Harden, Harden back. back that's what um, I feel like I hope for their sake that Harden get, takes a bit of a pay cut although if I was James Harden I would very much understand him not taking a pay cut because yeah, he's, he's been burned by that. that a few times in the past um but yeah, <laughs> I, I think like the Clippers, well, we'll see what happens in this playoffs. Like yeah. if, if they flame out in the first round, then like all bets are off. But right. this team seems legit and I uh, I would keep it together if I was on. Well, we'll see how legit they are later on when we rank the top five contenders. See if mm-hmm. they made our lists. For sure. Um, What other fun stuff is there to talk about? Ooh, who's going to win MVP now? Who do you think? Uh, I think it will be Jokic. Um, I can see it. Yeah, I, I think it would be I Jokic. I mean, it's him and Embiid every year. And if Embiid's not in the picture, it yeah. feels like it should be him. I mean, like, uh, I don't know. I feel like Giannis kind of ruined the chances with the with Doc Rivers coming in. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's bad optics, bad narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, if he drops six, well, he already did. Yeah. <laughs> if, he, if he drops 60 again or something, people forget about that stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, I think if Denver is not a top three seed, um, then it'll probably be be uh, Giannis, unless OKC gets the first seed, in which case it could be Shea. Right. Um, but if Denver's a top three seed, I have a hard time believing it won't be it won't be Jokic. Uh, yep. But that top four in the West is super like like OKC, exactly. Minnesota, Denver, and the Clippers. There's only one game between the top and the Damn. bottom of those four teams. So, I mean, the West is going to be like those four teams, like. Oh my mm. god! I wouldn't want to play any of them in the playoffs. <laughs> well, also they're gonna be a lot of jockeying for teams they don't want to play. Yeah, like, I'm sure you'd much rather play like the Kings than even like well then definitely the Lakers or like I feel like even like Luca by himself is too scary in the playoffs. I'd rather play the Lakers than the Kings. The Lakers fucking suck. I no way. In a, the Lakers a, suck so much. They were first bad. round series in in a, in a single series. LeBron and AD scare me way more than like the entire. Kings organization. Like, literally, like, if D'Angelo Russell is still on that roster, like, if, <laughs> like, they have, did you hear, like, Vanderbilt is out for four weeks, and all of the reporting is like, oh, the Lakers are fucked? Jared Vanderbilt is bad at basketball. <laughs> if he played on the Kings, he would have been cut early on in the season. <laughs> right. He would literally not get minutes. I have no faith. I think the Lakers are bad. I think that they're, like, I would be surprised, um, I would, I would be very, very surprised if they make it out of the first round. I think Phoenix is the big team of outside of those top four. That'd be like Phoenix is like as good as those four teams. Right. IML, and then everyone. But they're else like sucks. fit. Like yeah, they're yeah. they're right there. And then but I also feel like you really don't want to play like, uh, like I feel like Luca alone. Like the yeah, like Luke and Kyrie are so Luke scary. and Kyrie are very scary if they're healthy. They might be the second. 
And then, yeah, Kings, Kings in New Orleans and the Lakers, like, eh. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're kind of scary, but like yeah. none of those teams really scare me. And right. Even Dallas, Dallas doesn't really scare me. None like, of them do. Like, but especially if you like, have to. Like, who's Dallas? Like Derek Lively, just is not gonna cut it if it's Jokic or if it's Towns and Gobert right. or even if it's Chet. Like it's <laughs> it, I, I just don't like their front court is so weak. Like it's like Grant Williams, Maxi Kleba, and like Derek Lively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, true. <laughs> their best. Chance would be then the Clippers, but the Clippers have had their number, and the Clippers are better now. Yeah, and also like, um, uh, they just don't have enough defenders for how many offensive exactly. options that the Clippers have because the Clippers have like, like Luke is gonna have to guard like James Harden or Paul George. Yeah, well, they have like three players on their team that could go off for forty in a playoff. Yeah, game. and have. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like I mean, all of them have done it for like probably more than twenty times in their career. Yeah. Um. Uh, more than 20 is a little crazy, but you know what I'm saying. Like, they, they have three legit, like, right. can be the best guy. Like, Harden, like, uh, it's nice that he's a third one of those. Yeah. Because I think last year in Philly, it even showed where, like, even if he's the second one, like, it might be a little bit too much for him. Yeah, he, 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 like, won them two games in a series and then, like, was so bad the rest of the game. Yeah. And, and like, if he's winning you two games and then you also have Kawhi and Paul George, it's <laughs> right. nice. Then if you, if then you only had one, that's tough. You're probably winning that series. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and like Norm Powell is like for sure gonna have at least one game per series where he just like goes six for eight from three yeah. and swings a game. Um, like Zubots is a lot to handle for anybody on Dallas, like of their big man rotation, which like mm-hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> is weird to say because he's not that good. <laughs> no, but like like Lively, in my opinion, and I think Lively's good, but like just because he's a rookie and like I-, I think he's closer to Plumlee than he is to like Zubots, right? And on, on the, like, center spectrum. Or Powell, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a, a being, like, a legit, like, I trust you in a playoff situation. And he can prove me wrong. He can, and he might. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, oh, you want to talk about all-star snobs? Okay. Uh, the biggest to me is Trey Young. Agreed. In my opinion. Uh, the fact that the Kings got none is the second biggest to me. And those are like the two main I think, snubs, like, in my opinion. If you're categorizing, if you want to say Kings getting none, that's number one. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the a, two of them. Yeah, right. yeah. But individual players, it's Trey Young. Especially because like Trey Young, like his defense is like, Improving. is like decent this year. Mm-hmm. And like his like stats like speak for themselves, really. Yeah, I think uh, he's 27 and 11. And, like, it's not even like, oh, those are empty. Like, when you watch the games, like, it's like, holy shit, Trey Young is, like, doing way too much on offense for this <laughs> team. Like, he needs help. Yeah. He dominates um, people. Yeah, and that sucks. And, like, I like that Palo's in it. And Trey Young's going to get in anyway because Embiid won't be in or, the game. And Randall. And Randall probably won't, which is good for Scotty, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I personally, when we did it, I think we both had Trey Young over Palo on our teams. I think we've yeah. had the same teams for the East. You had Scotty over one of my dudes, though. Yeah, I did. Uh, I don't know who though. Uh, did did you do three Celtics? Did you have no? Did you have Jalen Brown? Did you have Julius Randle? Uh, I think I didn't have Randle. I oh, never okay, yeah, I had yeah. Brunson, not Randle. That's what it was. Uh. And then, yeah, the fact that the Suns have none is, is kind of fucked up. Because, like, both Fox and Sabonis are really good. And I get it that you don't want to give them two because of how bad they are. Uh, but they're not that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not good enough to have two. But, yeah, they don't deserve two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they deserve one. Just Certainly. how well both those guys are playing. Yep. And, like, like Towns and Sabonis is an easy comp because they play, like, the same position. 
And, like, I mean, Towns had that 60-point game. But, like, right. you look at King's box scores after every game. It's like Sabonis, 18, <laughs> 10, and 12. Like, fucking yeah, yeah. 27 and 11. And yeah, it's like just starting with a triple-double like, average. Like, yeah, every night it feels like he's close to it. And he, like, I, I feel like he gets a double-double every game. Yeah. I mean, he gets 10 rebounds. He's leading like, the rebounds, I believe, still. Yeah, I think he is. Um, yeah, and, like, I get it. Minnesota's really good. Having a second All-Star is nice. But, like, also, OKC's like, just as good. Also, I think Gobert is a little bit... If you're going to put uh, a center on Minnesota, I'd put Gobert. I also would put Gobert from a pure talent standpoint. I kind of get, like, not putting players like Gobert in the All-Star game. Yeah, but it's not just about, about, it's not about making a good show. Like, if it's just about making a good show, like... There's a few dudes. Like, Randall definitely doesn't make it. It kind of is about making a good show, though. Because if it wasn't, then LeBron is not the fucking captain for the West. Like, he's not the, yeah. he's not that, the best starter, but that's in my different. Like, The captain part is about the showmanship part. But, like, actually just being named an all-star is more of a, like, I think it's a deserve. It's like a, an award. Yeah. Kind of. The way I see it. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of weird to have, like, the general public fans vote for any kind of award. Oh, I know. <laughs> but they only get to pick the starters, thank God. Yeah, but they almost voted in Zaza Pachulia. You went around for the dark days when the Zaza Pachulia almost got voted as a fucking star. Well, that's when the fans had 100%, right? Yeah, at yeah. That point. And then they literally took it away right after. <laughs> Do you think Adam Silver would be like, Zaza's not an all-star? No, I, I think he plays in the all-star. He would have honored yeah, it. He would have honored it. Which I'm trying, like, the worst all-star that I can remember might be Andrew Wiggins. Who started. Who started. And then won a championship as the second best player, which is so weird. But, like, you look at that, like, every, like, literally every other year of his career, he's, like, I would say 60% of that value, if not less. And so, like, even though that one year, like, he, he, was, he was pretty good. He was good. And then you look at the stats, they're not even that impressive. He, like, got, no. like, 17 a game in the regular wasn't. season. Well, like, people were talking about how insane it was that he made the All-Star team before the championship. Mm-hmm. And that almost, like, like retroactively ju- justifies it, even though it shouldn't. Yeah. And now it's been like retroactively unjustified. He's back <laughs> because to being he's like back not to, good again. Back to buns. Like he had one year of being really good. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Were there any other huge? Oh, I feel like there's no real big snubs outside of that. Yeah, Trey Young as an individual player feels like the biggest snub. He feels like the most star, like the best season of anybody yep. who didn't make he's it. He's the best guy on this team. His uh-huh. team is nothing without him. I'd imagine. Um, yeah. he doesn't really miss games. It's actually kind of hard to tell, but, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, it's like the Bradley, he's getting the Bradley Beal treatment, mm-hmm. but he's just better than Bradley Beal. Like Bradley Beal, yeah. at least it's like the eye test thing. It's like, I feel like you're contributing to winning. Yeah. Like, like if you watch a Hawks game, it feels like, like Trey Young won them that game most of the time. Mm-hmm. Also like Trey Young is like just as good of a score as prime Bradley Beal was. Maybe yeah. like a tiny bit worse, but like almost there in a way, way, way better playmaker. Right. And, and it's not even like Bradley Beal's an all defense type no, guy. So I would say that like barely even makes a difference. This year of Trey Young is like Comparable. it's negligibly worse than Prime Bradley Beal on defense. Mm-hmm. Prime Bradley Beal, well not Prime anymore, who dropped forty against uh Washington and his return oh, home. On his return. Uh, yeah. That's I think that was sick. yesterday, which is really good for him. Um yeah, it's oh, that's why he made the comments about playing in Washington. I saw like him talking about like the great twelve years that a few mm-hmm. players get. Him and uh, like the, that franchise. I mean, like, I guess it's weird to call a team lucky for like being like kind of just slightly above mid for a little bit, <laughs> but kind of got lucky with John Wall and Bradley Beal, like character wise, and that mm-hmm. like basically like 
They're like the two biggest advocates of Washington I've seen in right. a while. Like they both like have so much love for that city, played mm-hmm. there for so long, never really like were like I want to be out of here. Mm-hmm. Like both of them it kind of just ran its course where like it eventually just didn't work yeah. out. But like it's kind of like how we had like Lowry and DeRozan for so long where right. it was like you have two like really good players, you get to watch Who really love good the teams. the city, love playing for it. And like I would rather have that Washington Wizards run than like have to deal with like the Brooklyn Nets, like right. seven years of being trash just to get like one or two years of Katie and Kyrie. <laughs> like, I bet you like Wizards fans look back on the t- last 10 years and have more happy moments than Brooklyn well, Nets also, fans do. Washington doesn't really do good in most sports, right? Like, oh, like uh, I guess Ovechkin is like the king of the city in sports. Yeah. But like, other than that, it was probably Bradley Beal, right? Uh, maybe. I mean, they won the World Series in like 2019. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> My bad. Uh, I guess I was mainly just thinking about football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Commanders. Ah, uh, okay. No, there'll always be the Washington football team in my heart. <laughs> Such a dumb name change. Washington football team was perfect. Fucking <laughs> liberals taking everything from us. Am I right? Amen. Oh, you want to get to the main? You want to get to the main mean potatoes of the podcast? Uh. The top five list? Yes, sir. Okay, Um, I was thinking about this. Are we going to go bottom up or top down? Top, top down's better, I think. I think so, too, because I think five is the toughest one. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it... Okay, I agree. I was gonna, I was gonna ask, cause I feel like our top four are gonna be the same teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe in a different order. Sure. Um, I was gonna ask about it, but if you agree, let's go uh, top down. Okay, so we're, we're listing out our five... Contenders. Biggest championship contenders. Right. Uh, most likely to win a championship. Uh, number one, it's the Boston Celtics. It Jimmy. is. Uh, they're, they're just so good. They're like, their top five, play- their top six players are all so good. Like, the five starters plus Al Horford. Yeah. Uh, Hauser's really come into his own off the bench. Uh, been like, I think he's shooting like 45% or something mm-hmm. this year, and he feels like one of those dudes where he's just like going to hit everyone he takes. Right. Uh, Pritchard's, Pritchard's been pretty solid. good off their bench. Uh, and then they still like, I think they have like a 10 million like trade exception and some picks to play around Is with. Is that the one they had from like way back? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that they've had for a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, they're just like so talented. And uh, so complete. The like the biggest thing holding them back is um, KP's health. I think. Yeah, and they're not the most well coached team. Um, sure, but you you can work around that. You know what? I also was like, I was like, Boston's always good. Like they're always this. Like maybe not this good, but they're always good. Mm-hmm. And like they don't win. I'm like, do I gotta dock them for that? You know what I think? In my mind, and it's gonna be so disrespectful of me to say it, is the biggest difference this year mm-hmm. is that they don't have Marcus Smart on the team. Because <laughs> it feels like every single big moment, the ball finds its way to Marcus Smart somehow. Tatum gets doubled, or like I don't know, rebound goes to him or something, and somehow he's always taking the last shot. And uh, I never think it's going in, and it rarely does. Can, can I be a hundred percent honest? Uh-huh. I'm zagging completely against you, like completely <laughs> against you. If they didn't get KP, I think they would have been screwed because they downgraded from Marcus Smart to Drew Holiday. Mm, that's a that's a take. I think Drew Holiday has been worse on this team than Marcus Smart was any of the last like four years on that team. And I kind of get like the he wants the big moment more Marcus Smart thing, but like Drew Holiday was kind of like that too. Like he took more shots per game than Chris Middleton in their playoff right. series last year when like he was shooting like under. But also, 40% Chris Middleton field. was uh, wasn't really himself. Was putting up twenty three a game in that series. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, end of the season, like, going yeah, yeah, into yeah. it, he wasn't. So, I understand that Holiday probably had a bigger role at that point. 
Um, but I don't even mean uh, necessarily that holiday is a good replacement. Um, I, I just, I think it's like a little bit of a curse thing. It's like, because uh, <laughs> I don't think Marcus Smart is bad. I don't, and I yeah, definitely yeah. don't think he's a bad playoff player. Also, did you see his tribute video that Boston made for him? No, I didn't. You guys should watch it. Like, it might be the best tribute video I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Player. Like, I, I was like, I was literally like, let me watch the Miami Heat's LeBron tribute video. Let <laughs> <laughs> see some great tribute videos. I just assumed. And, like, that one might hit harder because in that tribute video, they, like, show, like, MVPs and longest winning, second longest winning streak and championships and yeah. stuff. But, like, in terms of, like, how hyped you are after watching it is, like, the Marcus Smart one is so sick. It yeah. shows all his hustle plays. And then, like, the crowd, like, is cheers for him for, like, minutes and minutes. And it's, like, it's just a timeout. Like, it's not even a before-the-game thing. But he's, like, he's soaking in. And they love him there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would, too, if if he, uh, if he was on my team. It's like the Kyle Lowry thing. Mm-hmm. But Boston, awesome. Boston is really good, though. Really good. Number really one. Really good. Number uh, one. They're also my number one. So right. I'm going to go with number two. Go for it. Uh, my number two is the reigning champion, uh, Denver Nuggets. Yep. Same here. If you want to put him number one off of just reigning champion and Boston failing on playoff expectations every year, that's a perfectly reasonable argument to have. Um, and that's the mindset I thought, like, when I was first, like, uh, sitting down and, like, uh, thinking about which ones I wanted, that was my first thought. Mm-hmm. But then, I uh, like, thinking about it more, like, Denver feels a little bit worse than they have been, and Boston feels better than they have been. Yeah, and, like, I trust Jokic more than Tatum, for sure. Yeah. But I trust Jalen Brown more than I trust Jamal Murray because I can't have faith in Jamal Murray to be healthy for Forest playoff series. Okay, and I, and I trust KP more than I. Tr- I think he's better than Aaron Gordon. And I trust Drew Holiday more than I trust Michael Porter Jr. And I trust. I, I skipped over their third best player, Derek, Derek White, White, more than like KCP or whatever. Well, Derek White's the big one because I I think I might trust AG over uh, KP, like as yeah. like with Jokic specifically like, on that team. He's He's just been so shit this year. Is the one bro- you won True. last year, so I can't, you know, I can't say anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they just um, well, his I mean, shot's been really bad this year. Yeah, he shoots it so poorly; mm-hmm. it's crazy. And like, I don't know why with MPJ, I just never really trust him that much. I, even like, I feel like his finals was the worst like series he had. Yeah, f- facts. <laughs> if he wasn't like rebounding the ball at the level that he was, he literally would have been unplayable. Yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah that's. A hundred percent true. Like he literally would have been benched. I felt like he should have been benched, and then you're you nailed it. And then he'd get like these clutch rebounds. It's like mm-hmm. okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you forget he's like six ten. Because he's like he, he's like because basically he plays. just like Luke Kennard. Right, he's a shooting guard. <laughs> yeah, like he's like, but yeah, yeah. He, number two, number two, really, really good. I like how we just we <laughs> we've, we kind of shit on both of the teams. So like number one, one, number two. Also, Denver is well coached in a way that Boston isn't. Uh, yeah. Michael Malone, especially because, like, he's had those two stars for so long. Yes. Uh, like, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, my number three is the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah, me too. Um, I had to fight between two teams right here. Uh, the other team, bit of a surprise for you. I'm not going to say it right now. Okay. But uh, the Clippers, like, if Kawhi is healthy mm-hmm. and Paul George is healthy... They're, they're the sky's blessed. the limit. Yeah, this guy's really the limit. I mean, like, like Tyron Lue's a really good coach. He's the best coach of any team I have in my top five uh, 
like uh, contenders. Okay, so you don't have to keep. Um, and the second best coach in the NBA, as I said on this podcast before. Well, just because you think Pop is washed. Yeah, I think Pop is washed. Yeah, yeah, and like I think Steve Kerr's a little overrated. Um, I agree with that. But Harden is a great third option, as we said earlier. Mm-hmm. Powell's a great role player. Zubats is a serviceable center uh, and is big enough to play against because there's a lot of big teams in the mm-hmm. West. It's big enough to play against the big dudes on the other teams. Um, and Norman Powell's a great role player for those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like uh, anytime he gets, uh, every time he, there's a big shot that comes up and the ball finds him, uh, he seems to go in. Mm-hmm. Trey Mann's really, really good. Um, I have like some faith that PJ Tucker can be like decent in like a one playoff series. <laughs> I can't forget he's on the team. Sometimes. <laughs> um, Coffee's all right. There's yeah, coffee. Around. Coffee's been like the thirteenth man for years, <laughs> and this year they've been giving him minutes. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's like kind of good. Yeah, yeah, he's a hustle guy. Um, Plumlee's a good backup center. Yep. Um, yeah, and and they probably still have like another move ahead of them mm-hmm. at some point. It feels like. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know what the deal is with Bones Highland. Oh. Because I thought he was good, like, two years ago. And then yeah. I knew he was bad last year. And then the Clippers <laughs> traded for him. And now he's, like, gone. Like, I, yeah. he's, like, been, like, sent he's to the shadow realm. <laughs> <laughs> he has. He has. And I don't even know. Well, I, the problem is he's been with two contenders. He might yeah. need some time on a bad team to figure it out. Oh, for sure. Yeah, send him to like Washington. Like, mm-hmm. have him figure it out there. Enjoy yeah, <laughs> or like uh, Detroit you could use him. Yeah, sure. Why not get some squirt? Mm-hmm. But no. yeah, Clippers are good. Uh, they okay. they have good star power. They have good depth, and they have good coaching. The only thing holding them back is they have major injury questions. Yes, and James Harden is like the most untrustworthy superstar in the playoffs of like the past twenty years. Right. Uh, thank God he's their third option. But like, if mm-hmm. one of the main two guys is out, like I don't think that they can survive off of him being their second option. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, like. Uh, people, uh, I feel like, uh, oh, okay. I'll just say I at least felt like Kawhi's defense was taking a drop off, but, and then this year it feels like he's back. Yeah. His defense has been mm-hmm. really, really good this year. And Paul George is always good on defense too. Yeah. Like he's just always looks good. Um, there's very few things on a basketball court. Paul George can't do. Mm-hmm. Win championships. <laughs> <laughs> Defend Dame Lillard. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> Speaking. Of Dame Lillard, unless unless you're gonna throw an absolute curveball at me, no, that's my number. That's four. that is that your number four, okay? I, I figured this the uh, these top four, would yeah, be yeah. The same. pretty simple, pretty simple to pick through. Milwaukee's good. Uh, yeah. The coaching's change scares me a little bit. Yeah, but I will One of the say worst, uh, playoff coaches. But I will say that it is guaranteed an upgrade over Adrian Griffin. That guy literally couldn't coach. Uh, I mean, I just wish that they had picked somebody else in the first place. Yeah. That's how I feel about the whole situation. Right. Um, Even if Doc was there from the start. Yeah, I would feel way better. Yeah. I would feel way better. Mm-hmm. Um, but Giannis is so good. Giannis can be the best player in four series in a row. Damian I think Doc Lillard, Lillard is 32% closeout games as a coach. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tyron Lue is 9-0 in closeout oh, games. Oh, nice. <laughs> good for him. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Giannis and Dame are superstars and they're both on the same team. And Giannis himself is arguably the best player in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a little bit of a weaker argument, but like you could say it. Uh, and I do think Doc is actually, even though he's kind of a defensive coach, I feel like he's always had good defenders. I don't really know if it's him. That's the good defense, but he's mm-hmm. considered a good defense coach, but I feel like the offense is where, um, 
Uh, I'm most happy with the coaching change because I think that was the worst part about Adrian Griffin. Oh, yeah. You like, couldn't figure out what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Brooke Lopez on the back end. He's still really good. Uh, yeah. He feels like he's the same player. Mm-hmm. Like Found a youth type guy. Um, Malik Beasley is like super good in that two guard spot because he's just such a good knockdown shooter. Yeah. Um, I like uh, I like Bobby Portis. Did you see uh, Malik Beasley check uh, body check uh, Colin Sexton? No, I didn't. Colin Sexton like uh, makes Giannis fall, like put, pushes into him on a layup. Giannis falls, then Colin like looks down on him and he's like all flexing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like Malik Beasley comes out of nowhere, like other side of the court, and just checks him. And then they start like getting into it a little bit. <laughs> he's, I like that. A little yeah. force him. Mm-hmm. That's Milwaukee. Sure. They're they're a tough team, and they love each other. Yeah, they do. They really do. Um, yeah, and, like, I feel like, like every other team, they, they're going to need to make some sort of bench addition. But mm-hmm. the thing that separates these top four teams from, like, the field, basically, is that when I'm, like, what do they need to add at the trade deadline? I'm not looking at, like, starter roles. Right. Like, it's, <laughs> like, they one guy to play, like, 20 minutes a game in yep. the playoffs. Um, also, all these uh, four teams we named have, uh, their best players have a lot of playoff experience. Yeah, like tons. and success. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Boston's the only one that they don't have championships, but they like are they go so deep. Every yeah, time. I mean they just went to the finals two years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah, I mean they have Kawhi two time Finals MVP. Uh, Jokic just won uh, Finals MVP. Giannis has a Finals MVP. Like mm-hmm. seeing once you see someone do it, you're like, okay, now, uh, now I can believe that you can do it again way easier. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the big thing that separated these four from everyone else. Like, every other team I was looking at, that was the major thing. It's like, I haven't seen you guys do it in the playoffs. So it's harder for me to put it there. Yeah. Um, actually, and then I kind of zagged on that. My fifth team kind of has uh, people that were are decent in the playoffs. But anyways, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to get to it right now? Yeah, number five. Uh, so we're probably going to have different teams. Uh, is yours in the West? Yes. Oh, so is mine. Uh, okay, mine's uh, the Suns. Mine's also the Phoenix Suns. Wow, I have the same. I have list. no faith in the, the Thunder or the Wolves. Yes. I, well, I have like ze- I, I have zero faith in the Thunder, and I have like a modicum of oh, faith the in the Wolves. I'm the reverse. I have like maybe I would say uh, I have like three out of ten faith in the Wolves, and like literally one, maybe <laughs> zero out of ten faith in the Thunder. Okay. Um. Wow. Yeah. I, I'd like flip those two around for me. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like Phoenix is like. Like, I mean, when, when things are going good, they're going great, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, they have, like, Kevin Durant and uh, Devin Berker. It's, like, an argument which one's better. And each one of those guys, like, are, like, top ten players. Like, maybe not actually if you make the list, but, like, like man, good they're players. so good. Uh, yeah, excellent playoff players. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Beal is um, a little unproven in the playoffs. Um, he was good he when he, well. He was good when he played in the playoffs. He just hasn't played in a while. So like, mm-hmm. who knows? I feel like he was. He, I feel like he wasn't that good the last playoffs, the one with Westbrook. But like with him and John oh Ball, yeah, 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 like had some runs. Wasn't he hurt in that series though? Oh, you're like right. You're was. right. He was. Hurt. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, because I remember Westbrook. One of the games just went like incendiary with like yeah. basically no Bradley Beal. I think that's the only one they won. Yeah. Um. Damn, that was a, that was a good time. <laughs> Wizards versus versus uh, Sixers, twenty twenty one. Yes. Um. But yeah, they got those dudes. Uh, Grayson Allen's really really good. Yeah. He um. Is. Yusuf Nurkic is their center. Yeah, he is. 
And that's where we have real problems. They have no depth. The one thing I will say is they're well-coached. I like Frank Vogel as a coach, mm-hmm. and I think he's actually an upgrade over Monty Williams. He gives me a little more faith. It's another one of those, like, I've seen him win before. Yeah. So, like, you know, like... I And Monty Williams kind of had two chokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Like, you can only do that so many times. Yeah. And, like, Monty Williams, like, my opinion on him has dropped, like, a lot. Especially because, like, this Detroit team, it's, like, even worse than it should be. Right. And so, like... And they were trying to be good. Yeah, he kind of, you know who Monty Williams reminds me of is Steve Kerr, where, like, mm-hmm. he's, like, super friendly with the players, and, like, the everyone players like him, him, everyone respects him, but it's like, uh, what the, what are the X's and O's actually looking right, like, like out there? Are you good at uh, after timeouts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, I, I just don't, I, I don't really understand, it's like the antithesis of, like, a, like, a Thibodeau, or, like, like, a like a Budenholzer. Where right, like you're right. not, they're like not going to be like swab coming in. Like they're like, yeah, I'm going to work my team hard. And like, <laughs> yeah. I might like be hesitant to make changes, but we're going to run this fucking system and you guys are going to play it or you're going to get benched. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I think that coaching generally works that, a little bit better. Uh, I mean, talent wins and every player right. needs different kind of coaching. I think Booker needs tough love coaching. I don't think you can let Booker just yeah think he's the shit. Cause he can get a little bit big headed sometimes. Well uh, said. I agree. Yeah, and like just dealing with stars in general, uh, I think unless you like have a relationship before they were a superstar, I think you kind of have to be a little bit tougher on them. Yeah. Uh, unless you have championship pedigree, like real championship pedigree, like if, everyone's going to listen to Steve Kerr, right? Like no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Eric Spolstra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Spolstra's a bit of a tough coach, though. Like yeah. he'll argue with his players. That's say. true. Uh, but yeah, at Phoenix. He, but Spolster to me is kind of like Michael Malone. Like they're like tougher, but they like the players do love them. Facts, yeah. Those guys, like Mike Brown is that kind of dude too. Right, like the players uh, will ride for them. Yeah. Nick Nurse definitely goes into like the Thibodeau Boone holes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like <laughs> the Raptors do not go out of their way to be like, yeah, I loved Nick Nurse when he was here. <laughs> mm-hmm. They got results. Mm-hmm. Damn, I thought we'd have a little. Uh, so who was the teams that you were kind of looking at to maybe be your fifth? Who are your honorable mentions, let's say? Um, well, Minnesota's my number one. Minnesota would be sixth, and yeah. OKC would be seventh. Uh, I, I th- actually had OKC, and then I was like, I was like really thinking about Miami. Okay, yeah, yeah. They would probably be, uh, like eighth for but They are like the eighth seed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no problem. And then, like,. After that, I don't really know. Like, Philly Philly would have been in there before the Embiid injury. For sure. They, like, they might have even been fifth for me before yeah. the Embiid injury. But that's just too bad. Um, New York feels like they'll be good in the playoffs. Um, they're also in a crazy... Oh, they just broke... Their win streak just got broken by the Lakers. But they were yeah. on a really crazy win streak. Mm-hmm. Who the Lakers have had... Like, the Lakers have been so weird recently. Feels like when they play LeBron and AD, they lose. But then, like, they played, um, who they, they played Boston with LeBron and AD both out. And I think Austin Reeves dropped, like, 27, and oh, D'Lo dropped, nice. like, yeah. 25 and 15 or something like that. Right. And I beat them. Boston's looked really weird. And, but it just shows how good of a team they are that, like, they've been slipping. And, like, there feels like there was, like, a few days in a row, or, like, a few games in a row where they had some really weird losses. Mm-hmm. And they're still easily the number one seed in, like, the NBA. Like, yeah. They would be in either conference. Yeah, they have three more wins than any other team in the NBA. I mean, they're yeah. like seven and three over their last time. It feels like the sky is falling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how good they've been before that. Yeah. It's the same with Milwaukee even. Like they this they've been really bad since Stock Rivers came in, but they're still the second seed, so Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if we're, we mentioned on the podcast, but uh, Doc Rivers is gonna be the all star game coach, uh, having one win with his team. Yep. 
<laughs> um, yeah, just look at like trends for teams. I mean, Cleveland's been so hot. Yes, all year. Uh, the Pacers haven't looked great since Siakam got there. In general, it's been kind of weird. Well, like, since the plan, yeah, and then the, oh, I, no, felt the like Siakam, I felt like Siakam could have helped, and then he didn't. Yeah, Miami's in absolute free fall. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they were really hot for a bit, and then that's like it for like interesting trends. Everyone else is kind of doing their thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who in the West is just like? Uh, all the top teams in the West are doing well, and all the bottom teams in the West are not doing well. Yeah, <laughs> Dallas is the, on a bit of a free fall. Yep, that's yeah, about that's it. The only one really. Uh, Houston has uh, pushed themselves out of that last play-in spot, and uh, I, I, I would be very interested to see who gets that between Utah, Houston, Golden State. Mm. I feel like Golden State won't get it. Uh, I like they just feel so broken mm. and like such a fundamental. Yeah, even with like, Draymond uh, back, like I thought it would be like when Draymond gets back. Everything will be much better. But it also feels like they're always in close games. Like, it felt, it's like the, the way the Lakers played the Nuggets last year, where they get swept, but it felt like every game was close. Mm-hmm. It feels like okay, uh, Gold State's like that. Like, they have a bad record, but it feels like they're always in these games. Just Steph Curry has the largest difference in NBA history between his true shooting potential or true shooting uh, percentage in clutch moments versus the rest of his team. Oh wow! Yeah, it's like a thirty percent difference Damn. in like how well he, how efficient he is, and how efficient and how like, inefficient. Yeah, the are. team is. Damn. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, but it the, feels like that. Thing is, somebody posted that like Steph needs help, and like, but like <laughs> the top ten list had like Steve Francis at like fifth or something like that. Uh-huh. Like it was like it's like one of those like stats where it, like sounds cool mm-hmm. until you like look at who's actually on the list. You're like, right. oh, okay. okay, probably not as meaningful. Yeah. <laughs> Steph needs help is so funny. <laughs> this team like won four championships. Yeah, that's you know what? Like he has a really good legacy, and he's he's still adding it to, to it this year. I mean, he's gonna yeah. get another All NBA mm-hmm. probably. Um, and then yeah, I, I mean, do they own their own pick? Uh, yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't. Yeah. Oh, it, maybe. The, uh, I feel. Like oh, it was a bunch of seconds, right, to get a GP two back. Yeah, five seconds. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was the trade deadline of the second round pick. Yeah. Yeah. So many seconds were flying around. <laughs> like seconds don't mean shit. Bro. Yeah, they really don't. Except for the fact that the best player in the league was the second round pick, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's exceptions. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Golden State. Golden State's they're so fucked. They're so they're in they're in dire straits. I know. But it feels like though, like if Wiggins was I mean, honestly Clay's hasn't even been that bad. I feel like if Wiggins was just back to how he was during that championship, they'd be like contenders again. And it's funny because there's so much wrong with that team that nobody talks about how garbage Kevon Looney has been this year. He's been like just unplayably bad. I think he gets like ten minutes a game now. Oh really? Yeah, like even, and they play like they're a small team. Like they're not big enough to yeah, like right. not play a center like that. But he's like unplayable. He's yeah. so, so bad. Oh wow. Uh he's way worse than Wiggins is this year. Oh, wow. I mean like I would rather have like like he's been he's been worse than like like precious Achua has been this year. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah. I wonder let me see how many minutes per game Kevon Looney's getting. Pressure Chill Loki uh, has been good for New York. At least uh, New York Re- really like him. Recently, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been pretty good. Yeah, Kevon Looney is only playing... He's playing less than 20 minutes a game now. He's playing up 5 and 7. Wow. Which is, like, not that good. Uh, Yeah, it's just weird. Like, they... As I said, they're not big enough. Like, who? they yeah. have no other big guys. Like, they're... Right. Like Dario Sarge has been alright. Yeah, like for what him. do they do against the Nuggets or Lakers? Or yeah, well, like Minnesota. they can't. E- they can't even think like that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just gotta try and make the play. Yeah, 
And then they got to worry about Walker Kessler. <laughs> Walker Kessler and Derek Lively. <laughs> we'll see, though. It, I mean, the funniest outcome is neither Golden State nor the Lakers even make the play-in. It's hilarious. <laughs> so bad for, like, ratings. Like, if yeah. it's, like, if, like, Utah and Houston make it and either of those two teams it's make it. It's also kind of, it'd be really cool if they play again in the play-in. Yeah, that, it would be cool. That, that was the first play-in, right? Was LeBron and Steph? Yeah. Technically, the technically the second, but the first play-in was weird. It was the one in the bubble where it was, oh, like, you're right. like, it wasn't the same rules that it is now. Like, you had to get within a certain amount of games, games. behind. And that right. was, I think, Portland versus Memphis was in that one. Okay. And Portland obviously won that because they lost in the first round to the Lakers. Okay. The championship Lakers. Mm. Mickey Mouse ring. I remember because Portland won game one and everyone was like, ooh, like they might win this series. Like, <laughs> like there's people who were like, they're like one of the better eight seeds we've seen in a while. And then after the series, everyone was like, LeBron has such easy competition. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it, that Portland team was weird though because that's back when like they had like Lillard and McCollum, but then their bench guards were Simons and Trent. And it was like, well, they have weight. Like their best four <laughs> players might be guards right, right. now. <laughs> exactly. Which is a tough position to be in. I forget who I was watching play recently. It might have even been us, but like I was, there was like a four guard and like a small forward lineup. I was like, "What are we doing?" Now? <laughs> that sounds like us. Yeah, I'm trying to think who would run it. Yeah, I guess it would be us. We run like like uh, what do you call it? Sh- we run Schroeder and Quickly together a lot. I've seen Schroeder Quickly and Trent together yeah. a few times. So I, it might have been Schroeder Quickly, Trent Brown, and like <laughs> in like Boucher, right? <laughs> Or, like, somebody else who's like, doesn't provide real size. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a, I'm pretty hyped for um, Fred's tribute video. Yeah, that'd hard. be cool. I'll be sad seeing him come back for another team. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's the one of the less sad, like, him leaving, though. Because it's like, he got back. He made the decision to leave our team. Yeah, and, and like, like, I would have done the same decision. Oh, yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I wouldn't have, but if I was in a different city, I would have. Because if, <laughs> yeah, if, if I wasn't in my hometown, yeah. <laughs> I probably would <laughs> Yeah, if I was playing, in, if I was in Chicago, I would, I would do that. If I was playing in Fred's hometown, <laughs> mm-hmm. right, Illinois boy, mm-hmm. Rockford, Illinois. Yeah, that's right. Is Kyle Lowry gonna get bought out? Hopefully, but it, I want him to go to Philly. No, I can't really. No, or he shouldn't. Um, yeah, I don't even know like who the team is that would be nice to pick him up. Like, I'm trying to think, like, what were, okay, like, he doesn't really make sense in Boston. Uh, I mean, no. I would just rather have Pritchard. I'd rather have Reggie Jackson. I mean, New Denver. York doesn't really have a backup. Yeah, New York's not bad. You go there. Or OKC, if you want, just want a veteran presence. Not yeah. too bad. Uh, Minnesota's not too bad, because, like, uh, like right. Nikhil is fine as their backup point guard, but, like, he's not, mm-hmm. not anything special. Yeah, nothing to write home about. Um... I mean, Phoenix feels like they could always use players, but they need forwards and bags way more than they need guard play. Yeah. I mean, like, between Beal and Booker and Grayson Allen, like, those are, like, three of the best five players on their team. <laughs> exactly. Which is tough. Yeah. But they're going to get Damian Lee back. Uh, I was looking Ooh. at, like, the, I was looking at the NBA uh, injury report recently. I was like, yeah, Damian Lee is hoping to play before the end of the season. I was like, I forgot, I forgot he was in the league. Uh, <laughs> he's, uh, like, yeah, Steph Curry's, like, brother-in-law. Yeah. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, I believe so. Married to Steph's sister. Mm-hmm. Who's also an athlete, isn't she? I think she's like a volleyball yeah. player or something. I think like she, I think you're right about that. Good for him. 
Yeah, good for him. He, he did he have a game winner against us? I feel like oh, he does. He, he had did. a game winner against someone. It might have been us. Yeah, because I remember it well. That's the only reason I, I, I'm thinking it was against us. Yeah, I remember like he was like a solid, just like could shoot threes guard as like mm-hmm. the your fifth guard uh, like right. for a while. Feels like he's made a career off that, which like nice. Like if you can stay in the league, even if you're never like a solid, like even if you're never like a starter, like staying in the league, the league is very impressive. Oh yeah. Um. Even like you look at dudes on our team, like Thad Young. Like I was like at the beginning of the year, I was like, is this dude like? Could this dude play in the G League? Like, is he just completely washed? And then like once we start giving him minutes, it's like, wow, that dude's still like okay. <laughs> yeah, he's still an NBA player. Like, if we were to cut him, I bet you another team would pick him up and yeah. try him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see why we would cut him. No, like uh, unless he's like unhappy, unless he's like this is like realistically my last season, guys. Like, right. can you let me go try and win a championship? Oh, does it, he has no rings? No, he does not. Mm. Zero rings for Thad. Sad. 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 <laughs> Saddiest. Yeah. Also very funny that his last name's Young. He's so old. Yeah, it is funny. <laughs> It's also funny that not only is he not the best young in the league, he's not the best T young in the league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. Um, but yeah. Oh, I don't know. Uh, did we talk enough about, um, like, when we were talking about, like, the Clippers tall chances, like, mm-hmm. that they have Mason Plumlee? <laughs> or is it not that okay. part of the podcast Re- yet? Real quick, Plumlee. Let's, <laughs> let's do Plumlee stat watch real quick. <laughs> We're gonna cut out the end of this podcast if his stats aren't good. By the way, <laughs> so you won't even. There's no point of saying that. <laughs> you won't hear this anyway. Uh, let's look at his game log from this year. Uh, big five. Uh, he's playing a boards man. <laughs> plus eleven. A five and nine on fifty percent from the field is nice, dude. His plus minus is nice. Yeah, his plus <laughs> minus is really good. It's really good. Oh my god. Yeah, how many boards is he averaging this year? Holy shit. <laughs> He's putting up six and six? That's Holy crap. On how many minutes? 65% on, yeah, like, not a whole lot of minutes, I don't think, at least. Well, like, He's like coming back off an injury, so it's it's like only a fraction of his power. Yeah, eighteen <laughs> minutes where he's putting up like six and six is, is <laughs> fucking. Good. It's nice. But we could use that. With like that. We could use that. Anyway, <laughs> we could use that. I think he's the goat. Yeah, up there for sure. Up there, yeah. It's like it's <laughs> Pat McCann than him. Yeah, 